Welcome to the throne, King Charles. We got Natalie up in here, back up in here. Y'all ain't seen her in about, what, six months or something like that? Lies. <laughs> lies <laughs> we in the throne right now. We got Tracy Y. Davis up in here. You know what I'm saying? She's going to tell you a little something about what she got going on. You know, Tracy's a, uh, one of our newest sponsors of the show. You know, we're proud. She got some good product out here. Not only her book, but you know what I'm saying, and what she has to offer for if you come sit down in her office and talk to her. You know what I'm saying? She got some things that uh, can uh, make you say, hmm, about your finances. So um, we're here on the throne, and we got some conversation. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Fishbowl Radio Network. That's who we're on. That's the network that we're on. You know what I'm saying? Um, Awesome network. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do a show or you want to do a podcast, you know, just, um, hey, Google us. Fishbowl Radio Network. That's all you got to do. I ain't got to go through no websites and this and click this and anything like that. Just Google us. Fishbowl Radio Network, largest in the nation. We're going to um, shout out to mental, Men's Mental Health Month. And um, I was I actually, you know, got lost in the sauce and whether it was Men's Mental Health Month. And uh, I didn't know. We were having a conversation before the show. Gabe was in here and now we we're having a conversation. And he said, no, it was, was it you? Yeah, or, uh, uh, Lowe was in here, and we were talking about some stuff, you know, men shit, some deep conversation we were having and uh, about relationships and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> uh-uh. we, uh, he brought it up that uh, it's mental, men's mental health month, and, you know, nobody's talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I said, well, hell, shit, we're going to talk about it on the throne today. Man. You know? Natalie, what's been going on with you? Man, what hasn't been going on? You, I, I just, need your autograph. Uh, yeah, you know Celebrity you, in the yeah, building. Yeah, you yes. Tom Joyner cruise. Man, that was incredible. The cruise was incredible. Incredible. We had packed shows, uh, two packed shows. We did a writing workshop. Tisha Campbell and Kumo D came to our poetry events. Yes, Kumo and D? Kumo D complimented us like that. Did he have on that long leather coat? No, he didn't okay. have a long leather coat. But for an artist, for a writer, for another MC writer to say, like, y'all, I'm st- I don't know. y'all was dope? Yeah, That's I'm awesome. still yeah. reeling. I don't even feel like I'm a real person anymore. But, um, yeah, then I got right back to it. Started back with my poetry open mics in Arlington. Check Tomorrow, them out. Tomorrow, you guys. No, not tomorrow. Oh, you're not doing it tomorrow? Mm-mm, once a month now, because okay. I just had a baby, and okay. she don't play that. <laughs> She'd be like, okay. no, what you doing? Mommy Come back, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so once a month, either the first or third Sunday, so I'm coming back in July. I just did one last Sunday. So check my website out, www.wedohealingthings.com, for all the stuff, the books, the open mics, and all the things. Yes, welcome back. Welcome Thank back. you. Welcome Good to be back. back. You know. Tracy Y. Davis, what's going on with you? Oh, well, I am just so happy and delighted to be here. Um, I am still fresh and new, a new author. My book, I brought my book with me, Shoebox Billionaires. Um, It is on Amazon. um, And I have a few upcoming events and speaking engagements and everything that I'll be um, participating in as well. So I am here, and I am excited about being on the show, and I'm excited about everything that I have coming for the future. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And thank you for being on the show. Um, I want to start off um, the conversation today. I want to start off the conversation today, um, not necessarily going into men's mental health, but uh, it it was uh, an inquiry that I want to put out there and uh, get you guys' feedback on you know, um, there's a culture um, nowadays with uh, women who uh, only and preferably just date married men. 
that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's what, because of whatever reason they do it for. You know what I'm saying? That they do it. But you know, my question is: at some point in their life, don't they want maybe a faithful man in their life? <laughs> Why you laugh, Natty? Uh, you, you, you understand my question? I do. I understand the question. I can't speak for them because that is not my ministry, um, so I don't know what they want. What I can think of is that, um, well, the first thing, and we always forget the simple stuff. The simple stuff is there's more women than men, mm-hmm. so a lot of the men going to be married because there's not that many of them. And so I think sometimes it's just like, dang, and then we talk about good man versus not a good man. So we're talking about not as many men, and then the good Mm. men, there's going to be some overlap, most likely. Now, is that right? I don't think so, Um, but I think some of it is just numbers. Now, the other stuff, do they want a faithful, I don't know what they want, apparently not, because how can you want a faithful man and you're dealing with a man who's not faithful? I don't, I don't know how those two things would make sense. But. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you're requiring something that you didn't respect in the beginning. So, you know, um, what about you, Trace? What you think? Um, <clears throat> I really, really like Natalie, right? I really, really like your, uh, your logic. I really like it because almost everything in life is all about numbers anyway, although we don't usually consciously think about everything in life being with numbers and rhythm and things like that and of course dating a married man it's not really about a rhythm and it's really probably to somebody else they would probably disagree and say it's not about numbers but when she was speaking on the numbers meaning there are more women that's what they say more women than are there are men and then you know you gotta think about all the other factors between heterosexuals and just a whole lot of things that come along with that also, I just want to um, kind of speak on, I can't, I don't date married men. I have, when I was younger, due to my lifestyle, but not for love. Um, and it really didn't have anything to do with, at that particular time, I was probably in my early 20s or mid-20s. And it didn't have anything whatsoever to do with whether I did or did not uh, want my own man. I didn't even want them. <laughs> it was just they just naturally um attracted themselves to me and a lot of times you know they say I'm not a man but me I've heard other men say that men are physical creatures and so I guess by being more women like she said than men then they're looking um during that time of my life as um I was on the show before and as I had already stated I was an exotic dancer and so my ultimate goal was not to look for love or to find love or even to even date or marry. It was to take care of my kids. Mm. And so a lot of times in that particular environment, you got men that are coming in that are lusting. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. You know, That's and bad. so it's kind of natural. Back then, this is what I used to say when I was young, a lot of times <laughs> strippers as People say, I say exotic dancers, but strippers keep marriages alive. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so. I, I, can, I can relate to that to, the, to an extent, you know what I'm saying? Um, in other words, it, I don't want to get away from the topic, but yeah, I, exercising the fantasy, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know. What do you, what do you think about what she just dropped right there? Yeah, I mean, I, I can see what she's saying as far as, and not to say that all men that go to strip clubs are unhappy or they're lacking something. No, no, exactly. no, no, no. Right? It does not mean. Back that to the numbers. Right. No, doesn't, no, yeah, doesn't, yeah, yeah. But 
I can see what she's saying as far as if, like you said, if there's a fantasy that's being fulfilled here, I could be very much so happy as a, as a man. I'm just speaking hypothetically happy in my marriage and enjoy this fantasy, right? And so um, because I'm not getting the fantasy at home, at home I'm getting the reality, which is cool. I'm, I'm, this is my peace. This is my foundation, my stability. But I also want the fantasy. So that's I, I think that's what you're referring to when you're saying like it helps to keep marriages alive because it's feeling a void or it's providing something that's just not there in the marriage. So I could see that. Um, I hadn't thought about it that way, um, but I could see that's deep. Mm-hmm. That's deep, baby. Don't um, don't fulfill my. Don't keep my marriage alive. <laughs> I, I don't do it. Right. Don't do so, it. But, but, so hold on, real quick. Some wives and women, you know, men's women, go to the club with them. Together. Yeah, they did. That's but true. back yeah, in those days, I'm I'm 49 right, years old. Right, so back did. in those days, it wasn't as wasn't common trend, as it yeah. is today. Yeah. But it 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 did happen mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it was a lot of things that were not as common. Uh, then, but we're sticking to the subject. Subject, however, back to the question in regards to um, the woman herself wanting to have her own man. Like I said, I can only speak for me, just like you were saying from your own experience. And at that time, seriously, coming from the struggle of poverty or trying to get out of poverty. Um, Obviously, if I was an exotic dancer exposing my body, principality really wasn't necessarily there. But I still respected marriages, though. Contrary to popular beliefs, I still respected it. It's just that I had to feed my kids and the mentality that I had, which is probably different from the question, basically, for women that literally date in court and get in relationships with married men. They were so attracted to me that the more I pushed away from them, mm-hmm. meaning this is not right, this is not what I want, this is not what I want to present in front of my kids or even my family. I don't want my family to think that I'm okay with settling. Right. Um, but they just kept coming, yeah. and I just needed the funds. And at the time, um, the mentality and the mindset that I have grown to develop right now, the value that I offer, that I bring to the table – Obviously, I didn't realize that I had it then. Mm, that's good. That's good. I, I have a thought. That, so, that's good. So speaking on whether or not they ultimately want fidelity for themselves, I think they, they can. I think a, a lot of people who are looking for relationships want fidelity. One of the things that I think is common, and I'm going to use a different analogy, is that oftentimes we feel like we are exempt from certain things, right? So we know that if you speed too much, it increases the likelihood of you getting into a catastrophic car accident. But many of us have never gotten into a catastrophic car accident, so we still speed, Mm -hmm. right? Because we feel like, well, that's not going to happen to me because I'm safe in this way or what have you. I think it's a similar premise with this, like, yeah, sure, I want fidelity in my marriage, but when I get married, I'm going to have that because I'm going to have a good man and these married men, something wrong with them, but this this is not going to be indicative of what I get. I think that may be... You know, one of the mindsets that plays into how a woman or a man or whomever can be with someone who's married and then expect I'm going to get something different out of my marriage, though. I think, uh, thank you. I, I, I really think that um, hearing um, the question being asked that um, but women that, marry, that um, date married men later on down the line, would they expect to have a faithful husband for themselves? You know, that particular question, you have to look at it that... Um, 
the wording right there is going to alter your thought in immediately. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like she doesn't deserve because she does not respecting the entity of marriage is when she's a side piece. I get that part because of the wording. But everybody goes through things in life, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't get the things that um, completes us, you know, mentality, you know what I'm saying, spiritually or even educationally or knowledgeably, you know, until sometimes later in life or somewhere in your life. But at that point when you do and you appreciate the entity of marriage or appreciate the entity of anything, you know, your thoughts are different. Prime, uh, 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 a case of point is men too, you know, go through that same thing. You know what I'm saying? Because men uh, 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 um, out there, you know what I'm saying, in them streets and shit, you know what I'm saying, doing their little thing or cheating or whatever the case may be, at some point they're going to want their woman, as a matter of fact, all through that, they still wanted their woman to be faithful. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, (laughs) that's so wopsided, it's a damn shame. It is. But for, she has a right. If a woman only dates married men, to me, and this is my opinion right here on the throne, she has a right to change her mind about how she feel about what she deserves at a certain point in life. I agree. You know, I'm through dating married men, but I definitely want to find a man for myself so I can settle down and he be faithful to me and I'll be loyal to him. I want to rock this type of lifestyle right now because I... I I thought a long time ago that I could start and start my day over anytime I want to. Mm. If I could start my day over, I damn sure could start my life over. Come Absolutely. On. Come on now. We'll you be can. right back. We're going to listen to a couple of uh, clips from our <laughs> uh, sponsors, and we'll be right back. And play a little music, too, okay, Lo? That's low over there, y'all.
attraction made me all be reckless I can't help but feel this way And ever since I left you I've never once felt any regret King Charles, I just want to shoot something at y'all right quick. Look, due to contrary belief, men hurt too. I just want to start off with that right there. You know, men hurt too. Um, when, 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 when a man goes through something, whether at any point in his life and he gets his heart broke or uh, he gets um, abused, Abuse. Let's call it for what it's worth. Or, you know, what I'm saying inside of a relationship, and uh, really it dawns on him, and then you know, uh, he end up. You know, however it, the chips may fall, he gets his heart broke. You know, um, and it could be both people. But you know, what I'm saying we were talking. I want to discuss the men right now. It's men's health, mental health right now, and I want to discuss men. And they get to a point and, and and do some healing, but then get back out there. You know, the red flags begin to be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Because you begin to see things that you didn't know that you that you just got out of that was should have been warning signs at the beginning, but you didn't have no knowledge of them. But they, now they're knowledgeable signs on these women out here that you could date or have the potential to date. And um, has he does he still need some healing to do, or is that just the norm now? Okay, yeah. Well, what is y'all the direct question? <laughs> the direct question is. <laughs> When he's back out there dating, now he see more red flags, so red flags up, so he's more cautious. Mm -hmm. So that's just keeping him out of connecting with women because, you know what I'm saying, he can see some good in some women, you know what I'm saying, good conversation, she's very courteous and this and that and the other, but there's something that she might have said and bring up a red flag that reflect back to the old relationship that she did where he should have caught that flag in the beginning, but it stops him from getting with this girl because that red flag showed up. Is he is is he not finished healing or what? Gotcha. Um, he might not be. Um, healing is a lifelong process, oh, especially when you have these like serious, deep, deep heart wounds. Lifelong process. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that he can't or shouldn't date again. It just means that he has to be more aware and continue to do the work. And in my opinion, in my professional and personal opinion, one of the most important things is time. Right. So mm -hmm. how will I know whether or not these signs are red flags, orange flags, yellow flags, green flags? I just have to give it time. If in the in my last relationship, um, let's say, because this is something that I think is fairly popular amongst gripes that men have. My woman was disrespectful. She spoke to me recklessly. Right. And so now I have this situation where I have maybe have having a disagreement, an argument with my new potential mm -hmm. and it reminds me of that we get into a, a, a triggers you. You know, it triggers me mm -hmm. right 
do I cut it off right then and there? Do, what do I do? You give it time. Is this a habit? Is this person teachable, correctable, adjustable? I if I share with this person, hey, you know, when people speak to me like this, when people raise their voice, it really throws me off. It reminds me of this and that and the other, and it makes me uncomfortable, whatever, whatever. Does this person take that into consideration or not? If the answers are no, then, okay, yeah, that's a red flag. If the answers are, okay, this is not the same type of situation because this person can hear my grief and can hear my gripe and they, they can make adjustments, then this is not that same person. Then I might be able to move forward if I so choose to. So I think time is of the essence, and but definitely continuing to heal, maybe seeking therapy. Again, not me, though, because I'm booked. Um, <laughs> seeking therapy, um, but as, if not seeking therapy just continuing to do that internal work of like being aware and then being verbal about what you're going through and we've talked about this many a times in my opinion one of the biggest frustration marks for me with men is that y'all are not verbal about your stuff y'all have stuff and what men have feelings too men get hurt okay but then you're not verbal about it and then it's women's fault when it's not tended to make it make sense well, there are some men. I'll address that. Please. There yeah. are some men that are verbal about it. However, that can sometimes, if it's excessive and if they are unhealed, it can be draining to the partner, whether your partner is a woman, whether your partner is a man. I feel like he whining all the damn time. Uh, yes, because not only, especially in a new relationship, it, oh, whining can this. be a turnoff. Not to say that we disregard a man's feelings. But if you're taking every single thing personal because you're looking at <clears throat> your previous experience or just simply because your internal self has not healed, then that is what can literally push the woman away. So I think the answer to the question more than anything, I totally agree 100% with everything you said, but I think healing is the key. Healing is the key. Let me let me let me uh, uh, go into this right quick uh, because uh, Natalie brought up a, 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 a point and it, and it was um, and we have talked about it many many times on the show. Yes, we want to express, we want to talk about it. You know, it's just that history in itself has not turned out very well when we open up and, and talk to a woman, man. You know what I'm saying? And it might be that woman or whatever the case may be because when we open up and had in conversation, it seems like I can say, you know, hey, earlier today when um, you did this and said that, you know, it kind of made me, made me feel some kind of way, you know. I kind of felt a little bit disrespected, you know. And immediately they respond you know what I'm saying, with something totally different than what the hell you said, or they just begin to defend it. You know, that gets exhausting. You know, when we're trying to have a serious conversation, I'm talking about some 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 foot soldier ass conversation, you know, and um and it's not received, it's loud and clear, it's in English. And I got a deep voice and I have voice affliction and everything, you know what I'm saying? And you hear something totally different, then that yeah, yeah, that gets exhausting. Then you'd be just like, man, forget it, fuck it. Talk about this shit because it ain't gonna go nowhere. If it ain't gonna go nowhere, why do it? And then you begin to get lost in the sauce, and that's when the shit get become to unravel. Because when the conversation stops, you know what I'm saying, or it's one sided or whatever the case may be, then we get into some manipulation and everything, and it becomes to get unravel. 
And then especially if that person is, and I'm not a clinician, a narcissist, they'll take advantage of that and manipulate the whole, whole thing. Yeah. My, the challenge with that is that may happen to you all one time or two times, and then what you do, and you all have communicated it, but then you shut down in that way forever, right? So the, yes. the one or two people might. So you don't even gift the third until, or until, tenth, right, until, until you do the, the healing or what have you. So, but in no, the, not necessarily that, Natalie. Let me say what? this and, and continue. Okay. Not, uh, yes, until the healing, but there's something else into that, too. You know what I'm saying? When we get to a point to where we meet a woman, to where we can actually have a conversation with, to actually hear what the hell you're saying, you know what I'm saying? And then over time, just talking to that woman, you begin to let her know more and more because it's a safe place for me to talk to her because she's not only hearing what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? She, 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 she understands what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole nother threshold. You just said it over time, right? The over time is what's important. If over time you are approaching your woman, telling her, hey, something bothered me, and she's di di dismissing that or diminishing you, then that shouldn't be your woman. So next. Wow. And then if the next one, it, next, instead of shutting down, though, then, okay, j if over time, I'm, again, I'm not saying one time, but if this is a consistent pattern, especially if, and I, I'm going to say that I don't know very many men that do this off the cuff, that, that feel disrespected, and then later they're like, sweetheart, earlier when you said this thing, that kind of made me feel a little disrespected. He might, Where do you find he might, these men at? He, wait a minute. He might say it, but he ain't going to say it like that. That's you know what that's I'm saying? That's what you, no, that's I didn't. what you said. You know, if he's going to say it, he'll say something like, hey, baby, you know, let me let me chop it up with you for a little bit. Maybe you know? not even like that. Why? When men feel disrespected, that's not the most common reaction. No, I, I would say if if it then 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 um uh um I don't I, I don't comment. I wouldn't have to agree with that. But man, it's, it's, communication is a little bit different, man. You know what I'm saying? Instead of him getting upset or whatever the case may be, he's just shunned away from the conversation. But if a man's feel disrespected and he's feel disrespected by the woman that he's in love with. The woman that he lays down with next to and shut his eyes, that means that's the most trusted person in the world to him. And if he feels disrespected, he's not going to disrespect her to let her know that he feels disrespected. That's dysfunction. We do have dysfunctional, but we're not talking about dysfunction right now. We're talking about the, the, the miss in the communication and the man talking. But if a man come off and he feels disrespected or whatever the case may be, and uh, later on the night, and he come in, he want to talk to his woman about it, and he just start going in on her. Then he, then he, he, he it's, that's a whole other bag of worms right there, because he don't even know how to talk to a woman. He don't even know how to talk to a woman. You know what I'm saying? You, I could be mad as hell, and still talk with a uh, with a precise, calm tone. And you're a, you're a more mature man of age. Because it's more important than my, my, my point get across to right. see how bad I am. I don't did, need to see how bad I am. Did you have this same approach 20, 25 years ago? Good question. So why are you going to go back in the gap on me like that? That's a valid no, point. Thank no, you. No, it was, it, Thank you. Did your homeboys, did your homies have that same approach with the women that they were dealing with? And no. we're not talking about no. love of my life, just the women no, that you're that dealing with. That's that part dysfunction that okay. we have. I, that, yeah. I feel like that's the more common thing that, that that's out there in the dating world versus these Stable mature people who are deeply in love and respect them so much that they're going to take a deep breath and later come, I don't think that that's happening in the 
kind of global dating world of people in their like 30s and early 40s, late 20s. I don't know that that's the most common thing. I understand that that's what you got going on now, but I don't know that you had that going on when you nah, were 28. It wasn't. it wasn't. It was a learned thing, you know what I'm saying? And it's beneficial. That's why I want. I always want to talk about it on the show. And when we talk about different subjects, it's because, you know, when you mature and calm the hell down, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and look mm-hmm. at life on life's turn. Yes. And be all right with yourself. You can, you can say what you need to say, and you don't have to say it in an aggressive or a, a, a mean type of way. You know, if a person, how do, how, excuse me. If a person can't comprehend it, that, then you know what I'm saying, just go on and push on. So how do, how, how do you know the man, since we're speaking on men and mm-hmm. mental health for men, how do the man know if his approach, if it is aggressive, even the mature man, in regards to speaking to the woman that he has because that's kind of like it's a whole nother topic but it's like sometimes what I may feel as far as energy is aggressive or even words it may not be to you and it doesn't mean that that person is or is not the wrong individual it's something that has to be worked on and it has to be understood and agreement has to come in between somewhere it has to be like Let's meet each other in the middle or something. Like, how do we res- res- uh, how do we resolve that or solve that? I, you know what? You, you, I'm glad you brought that up, Tracy. Uh, um, and this is another nugget I'm gonna put out there. You know, um, me and if you if you if you if you're dealing with a woman there, you uh, interrupt a woman's life and say, "Hey, how you doing? I want to talk to you," and she gives you that opportunity, and you know, dating or whatever, how far that goes or whatever. But look, man. Um, it's certain things in the dating game that you need to pay attention to instead of just how she walk off or whatever, how she eat. Pay attention to what how she receives your conversation, how she comprehends your conversation. And then, you know what I'm saying, if you even hang out with her a little bit longer, you know what I'm saying, get into a deeper conversation, you know what I'm saying, and ask her, how would you like for me to communicate to you? Oh, that's really good. You know what I'm saying? Ask her. That was a how relief listening. How would you like for me to communicate <laughs> to you? And then, you know what I'm saying, it's the same thing. You can't come in my life and just love me to think the way you think you should love me. Amen. Say that. No, you need to ask me how I need to be loved. Yes, because, you you know, I've heard this before with some of the um, famous, I can't really remember their names because I don't really keep up with famous people, but some of the famous therapists, psychiatrists, or whatever, psychologists uh-huh. that they mm-hmm. are, and um, and they teach love your partner in their love language versus your love language and a lot of people do not do that you understand where i'm coming from Mm -hmm. like you may mean well your intentions may be well but you're loving this person in a way that you you feel like this is the way it should be versus literally understanding the person that you're with it could be literally it could be detrimental to the brain if you're like aggressively throwing what you want them to be or in regards to how you're loving them versus understanding that person and understanding that person's love language. Right, because in that, your needs are not getting met. No needs in that situation. If you, if you, if you love them, if you don't, if you have not found out your mate's love language or even how they need to be loved because those are those are those are intertwined as the same thing but they all do have their their differences there you know what i'm saying if if you haven't tapped into that 
you, you're really wasting a person's time. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? It's it's an incomplete situation. You know, I want my cup to be filled. Yes. I want to be poured into. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, I want to know that avenue to pour into you. I want to know how to make you smile. I want I want to where every time I step in a room, you smile. Every time you step in a room, I smile. I just want that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm and it's not a fantasy. You know, some point in my life in the back in the gap, you know what I'm saying? I would have thought in my mind, that's some fantasy ass shit. But no, it ain't no fantasy ass shit. It's real shit. You know what I'm saying? And if the man is not healed or if the woman is not healed. It, it, you know, we'll never be healed. No. Healing, committed to healing. Yeah. If never, they're not, if they're yeah. not committed to healing or whatever you would like to call mm-hmm. it. At the end of the day, what I'm saying is if a person is trying to pour into someone and they're rejecting it or they're overlooking it, mm-hmm. then to me that means they are unhealed. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in relationships when you're not healed, you will be saying your partner is not doing that. But if you're not healed, then you're missing it. Come on, so I, I had a couple comments to what you said earlier and this. So one, love languages stuff really grinds my gears, um, maybe as a mental health um, practitioner, because we, we have this um, debate almost, of like, should I love in their love language or mine? And the answer is both, accommodation and assimilation, right? You can only be who you are. So if, I, if I show love by gift giving, then it's not a problem that I show love by gift giving, Amen. even if my, my person's dominant love language is quality time what that means is that my person is going to have to be open to receiving gifts as my love language and i'm going to have to learn how to prioritize quality time so balance and and vice versa that's the the answer is not we and we all speak all five of the love languages we typically have to a certain extent to a certain extent we typically have one or two that are more dominant in certain types of relationships they may be different from romantic relationships to friendships but we all speak all of them so i i just that just grinds my gears like Yes, totally you have agree. to learn your person and learn what they need, and your person has to learn who you are. And if this is my, if I really, like, to the root of me, if acts of service is the way that is most uh, natural for me to show love, if that doesn't meet your your love barometer, okay, I'll figure out how to meet your love barometer. Or have you, a conversation, right? But you also have to accept that this is my That's effort right. in that. So that I want to say that, and then I want to go back to your other um, question of like, what do you do? Then we you the 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 work is in again taking the time the time but you learn that through experience and awareness right okay so now we have this this situation where we are aware that we don't speak the same language we don't speak the same love languages I don't know whether I'm being aggressive or not aggressive but I'm having experiences in my relationship that are pointing this out because nobody's going to let you be aggressive with them unless they're just, you know, beat down to the core. Nobody's going to let you consistently be aggressive and not point that out. So am I going to be ignorant and just say, no, nah, they tripping, they just, nah, I am who I am? Or am I going to be aware of like, okay, even though I don't feel like I'm being aggressive, my person is consistently saying, uh-uh, that doesn't work. I'm going to give y'all a prime example. Uh, my family, we're quiet people. We're quiet people, but we cut deep with the tongue Ooh, babe my mom can write you a letter oh i used to call my mom nicety she wrote my teacher a letter when i was like in seventh grade uh-huh. it was the most 
hurtful, sweetest, calmest <laughs> letter you ever. And I and I learned it. My brother's the same way. My dad's quiet. My brother married into a very loud family. Ooh, okay. bless these people. They so good, but they just they do everything. They eat loud. They walk loud. They they just loud. They don't even be mad. They just loud, right? Uh-huh. And so when my brother and his wife would get into it and different things, he wouldn't be yelling at all. But he would be saying stuff that's like. Ouch. And she wouldn't be really saying the jabbing, but she'd be loud. And both of them were, so you wrong for this and you wrong for it. And I'm like, no, both, right? They're different, but your words are aggressive even though they're quiet. And her tone is aggressive even though she's not name calling. Mm-hmm. Same, wow. same thing. But, I totally agree. But if y'all are not being able to be aware of that through these experiences, then y'all are going to, we're going miss to the, miss the mark. But then if we can be open and, okay, I hear you out. Oh, I didn't know I was being aggressive because I never yell. That's my brother. But I don't never yell at her. Yeah, but you just said you was going to kill her dog or whatever. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. So being aware, let letting your guards down so that you're not being so defensive and saying, okay, even though I didn't, because this is normal to me, I didn't know that this was aggressive or this was whatever the word is, but my person is is sharing this information with me or these experiences are teaching me this, okay, now I got to do something different if I want to commit to my healing so that I can, you know, be a better person, have a better relationship. If not, then just be trash. Ooh, that's good. Good. That's hey, awesome we're, gonna, we're gonna take a small little break yeah. before I go. I just want to give a shout out to um, O Guns right here in Fort Worth, man. You know what I'm saying, O Guns. Um, uh, this uh, brother, my brother Nathan, he just texted me. He kind of messed me up a little. He was joking in the text talking about my socks and everything like that. He said my socks bring out my eyes. <laughs> but anyway, man, I want to talk about O Guns, man. We're going to play this commercial right quick, man. It's Black Owned Gun Shop right here in Fort Worth, man. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about customer service and the quality of their products. Anything and everything that you want as far as firearms or protecting your family, talk to these gentlemen Do right here. they have here. a range? A yeah. fire range? They got everything that you need. You can, so you can shoot there? Um, range? Actually, I don't Which know if they range, they, go to, they they have a range that they, they deal with partner on with. a personal, okay. yeah, partner okay. with or whatever the case may be. But, yes, they can take you down there and show you how to shoot. But they're gonna, the one thing they're going to do first is tell you about your laws and, you know, the, give you the information first. Make sure you write all the way right. And that's old guns. Yo, this is Corey. Hey, say this, Nate. We are co-CEOs of O-Guns Tactical Firearms and Ammo, LLC. If you're looking for firearms, ammo, accessories, optics, anything to do with firearms, you should stop by and give us an opportunity to earn your business. We're both NRA certified LTC instructors. So if you're looking to get your LTC, your license to carry, and you're in the DFW, definitely give us a shout. We're at 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas, 76. 140 or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas. Or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's S H O P dot O G U N S D F W.com. You better strap up now. 
Hey, entrepreneurs, it is me, Dr. Cassandra Bradford, and I want to invite you to this year's The Run Entrepreneurial Conference happening on July 15th at 8 a.m. at On the Levy in Dallas, Texas. Listen, if you are a CEO, a CFO, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or you're just thinking about starting a business, you need to get to The Run Entrepreneurial Conference on July 15th, 2023. Listen, if you are a truck driver, a dispatcher, freight broker. It doesn't matter what you do. Get to the RUN conference this year. We're going to have workshops, conferences, roundtable discussions. If you want to get into dispatching, trucking, AI, artificial intelligence, whatever you need in business, we got you covered. Come have the entrepreneurial experience of a lifetime on July 15th at the RUN conference. The Run Conference Experience, Saturday, July 15th at 9 a.m. Don't miss out on the Levy Center, 1108 Quaker Street, Dallas. For registration, go to www.runconference.org.
Welcome back to the throne. We are in here having a good old conversation today. It is <laughs> Men's Mental Health Month. Am I right? Am I correct? Yeah. Men's Mental Health Month. So we're talking about some topics, some relationship topics that feed into men's mental health. And I want to bring up something that I kept seeing last week over the Internet, a debate. Uh, you the get, debate? You getting ready over One there? One of the debates. So last Sunday, I believe, was Father's Day. And um, first of all, I started seeing a lot of men and women who were posting stuff like, all right, ladies, don't y'all do it. Don't y'all come out the gate wishing your, your female friends a happy Father's Day. and yeah. Don't do it because we deleting y'all. And then I started to see this question being posed about the difference between Father's Day and Mother's Day as far as what seems to be appreciation or importance. It was saying, like, how is it that Mother's Day is the biggest national holiday and then Father's Day is Rudy Poo? There's nothing in the stores. Nobody does anything. Fathers get the same shirt or same tie or same socks that they've been getting for five years straight. What's up with that? So I want to uh, pose that and see what, what opinions are on the panel. Tracy, what you think? Um, now, I have just become aware within the past probably two to three years of the importance of Father's Day. Um, and the reason why I was not as aware is because I've never had a father. And so it was a holiday that just did not matter to me. Um, however, I have been kind of, I guess, teachable throughout the years of my life of raising my two kids because they did have a father, uh, they do have a father, that somewhat mm, what I dreamed of as a kid wasn't financially the, the perfect dad because a lot of women oh this is a good this, I'm probably I'm getting a little too deep but a lot of women really uh, get really furious with their the fathers of their kids when they separate and they don't uphold the standard that they expect them to uphold financially and they tend to think that that disregards that man as a good dad Ooh. now let me tell y'all I I have practiced, well, my kids are adults now, but I have practiced throughout their life to not be that person. But I can honestly say that at some point when they were little kids that I didn't get furious with their dad for the exact same reason. However, I never allowed my children to see that, to know that. I never put I the energy on my kids as well. Also, by the time I moved to Dallas-Fort Worth and I started attending the church that I am officially a member of, and I love the way my pastor teach, and I went to church probably in the year 2010 or 11 on Father's Day, and my pastor literally was preaching more to the women than he was the men, teaching us to not be that way. So a lot of people um, tend to shunt Father's Day for various reasons, but now at the level like of maturity, that I am, uh, the space that I'm in, I really, really respect that day. Regardless, I don't think uh, being financially equipped has anything to do with a father being a good or a bad dad. And I think they deserve to be celebrated on that day. Oh, that's an unpopular opinion. I, 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 uh, I agree with you. They should be. Um, I don't know. I probably should stir some up about this. Um, Father's Day and why it's not celebrated that's, you know what I'm saying, as heavy as Mother's Day is really not the question because mothers should be celebrated more than the father, you know, um, because um, I, I feel, you know, both of them need to be celebrated, but uh, 
uh, I don't know, you know, uh, mother's mother's a certain certain kind of entity right there, man. You know what I'm saying? A mother is a mother, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the foundation of the family. You know, however you slice it up, I don't care who leading, but the mother's the foundation, you know. Um, yeah, we're just dealing with a culture right now that, you know what I'm saying, that loves to just do certain things, say certain things, type, text, certain things that, you know what I'm saying, that's going to keep a foot on a man's neck anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what you've been trained to do all the way back to slavery. So any way and any file that you want to keep the black man or men down, period, you know what I'm saying, that they're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And this is one of the things because, you know what I'm saying, you can go through all kind of feeds on social media. You know what I'm saying? Go through the seed feeds on the uh, the Caucasians or whatever the case may be, some white people uh, feeds and stuff like that. And you will never see anything about that. Father's Day is celebrated. And, they celebrate their fathers, you know what I'm saying, because their fathers is probably doing something. But even though that, you know what I'm saying, they don't bash. They don't bash. The ones that's not doing that, okay, they don't get celebrated. They don't get a gift. They don't get dinner. They don't get, you know, all that stuff like that. <clears throat> they don't get those things, you know. But they're they're not bashed. For a man that's out there that's not being a father, that's not standing up to his fatherly duties or whatever for whatever reason, do you think bashing him or help him? Or maybe giving him some information on how he can overcome because it, it, it falls back in the mental health. <laughs> to me, it falls back in the mental health because it does. it does. I abandoned my children, you know, for a long period of my time. But I had a disease. I was addicted to drugs, and it couldn't let me think or function. Function, function. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I could not. I couldn't oh, think man. myself out of a crackerjack box. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I was given information and I learned some things and how, how 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 important it is for a father to be in a child's life, especially my girls, man, you know what I'm saying? That shit cut deep. That shit cut resentment set in, man. Why how can I do this to them? How can I do this? So it's I couldn't stay in that, in that resentment. I had to get to the point to okay, well what you gonna do now? How are you gonna stand in the gap now? You know? So um Yes, I think men, uh, fathers should be celebrated more on Father's Day. It should be more uh, to the populace than it is, you know. But um, there, I think there's powers to be to keep it, keep it where it's at. Yeah, um, y'all know I love to blame everything on the man, not not the <laughs> black man, but the, the your capitalism man. Um, we don't mothers, black women, people. We don't control what's in the stores. I mean, we to a certain extent, you know, where our money goes <coughs> is what becomes popular. But the people who create stuff in these holidays, they control <laughs> what's in the stores. And it's all and, about capital, mm -hmm, revenue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if they know, okay, we can make more money off of Mother's Day and all this stuff, then we're going to put, but we're not going to make that much money. It's not going to be out there. And so it's just kind of this cyclical thing, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, if we mm -hmm. showed them year and year and year in, that we wanted more Father's Day stuff, then they would know, okay, well, we can make some more money, they would. But at the beginning of the day, they control what we get first. And mm -hmm. so if we don't get that much stuff, we can't get that much stuff for the fathers. Secondly, I agree with a lot of, you know, the stuff that both of you, um, I, I said that this is a very unpopular opinion. Um, men don't like me when I say stuff like this, but it's okay, we're, we're fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, people celebrate who does right by them. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> right? It, yeah. 
the whole time when you're like you didn't have a father, it wouldn't make any sense for you to celebrate your father who's Correct. not in your life. Like Correct. your kid, it wouldn't have made any sense. Correct, because I don't celebrate my father. Right. That does, it just doesn't make sense until you get to a place of you know healing, and, and then you're like, okay, I can do this generally, or I can celebrate my father for just you know helping to bring me into life, and I can have some understanding. Maybe he had an addiction, maybe blah da 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 da, da and then I can still just celebrate him on a surface level. But before you get there, it doesn't make any sense to celebrate people who aren't good to you. And so if what kids believe is that my mom is my foundation. Every day I wake up, she's here. Every day I go to school, she's clothing me. She's getting me on the bus. I don't know what my dad is doing. I just know I don't see him all the time. Or even if I do see him all the time, I still see mom. My baby is four months old as of two days ago, right? Aww. And she's got a good daddy. Her daddy loves her and all that. But he doesn't, he's not as involved in her moment to moment life as, as I am. The nurturing. Right. right. He can't. But Brace there are her. just hold it thought real quick before I forget. There are some dads because I have dated some that are literally oh, what yeah. I call Mr. Moms. Yes, there are absolutely. Some. There, there, yeah, there are some. There are, mm -hmm. there are definitely some. My my uh, my stepdad, um, he had full custody of his two girls from young, both of their mothers um, up and abandoned their families and raised wow. them from until he met, married my mom and then she's anywho right so it, it does happen it doesn't happen as often Absolutely. as the single mom that or the married mom that just just for the simple fact that I breastfeed and my husband doesn't I'm yes. with her more often yes. um, and his work schedule is crazy he works all throughout the night so yeah. she, every time she wake up in the middle of the night and need her pamper change or she, something it's me and me, right? So mm -hmm. the likelihood is she's probably going to feel closer to me and celebrate me with a good daddy right in the home, in the home. And that's okay. That's okay. Now, then it becomes my responsibility to teach her, okay, we do celebrate this or that or what have you. But it doesn't make any sense for a person to be missing something from somebody or being treated poorly or that, and that being their understanding and then just decide, oh, well, because there's a few men or whatever, I'm just going to celebrate Father's Day. Young people don't. They can't do that. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just doesn't make mm -hmm. sense. You know what? That is, uh, um, uh, I'm glad we talked about that because I, I look at it differently now. And uh, now they said something that made a lot of sense. Mothers are, uh, mothers are, are, are visually, you know, they have to look at it visually there, you know what I'm saying, because they're nurturers. And that's why, you know, they should be celebrated. <clears throat> and they should be celebrated more. You know, I seen you flinch when I said that. So I both. Um I have a son that but he died eight years ago, so I'm a, so a asterisk mom. mom before, angel mom and now I'm a human mom again, oh, earth mom. Congratulations. Again. Thank you. And you kinda of flinched when mm -hmm. I said that. I did. But then again, Did she mean it? you, yeah. But but when, when when she just spoke, when she explained she, her, it, she she explained <laughs> it to where you know what I'm saying that you made my statement more valuable. Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? And I flinched because I was surprised to hear that from you, from oh, a man. Yeah. That, I was. That's why I said that's an unpopular opinion. Oh, okay. I was very I surprised to hear that from you. That's why I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, because okay. very very few men feel like yeah, mothers should be celebrated more than men. I don't. I don't. I mean. As, Mm -hmm. As far as this kind of new age, what's coming from social media in the media, that's not the popular mm -hmm. belief approach, right? Mm -hmm. Belief. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, agree. I don't know why is there so many ways that they're finding to 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 for us to to stay at each other. 
that's another you know, topic for another day. It's, a, it's like uh, uh, it's a Lesson. war. It's a war between men and women. I'm you know, tired, y'all. And I think I'm it's tired. it's more of our culture too, probably than anything. But it may be it may not just be our culture. But I can only speak from our culture because I'm a part of our culture, um, and I totally agree. And it's it's crazy. Yeah, it just seems like it's. Um, but it's I, that's why I really, y'all. I really don't. I'm not really the person. This. I'm really not that big on holidays, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't. Um, I'm not against them as far as like that's against my religion or I don't believe in that or anything like that. I just see it for what it's worth. And for me, what it's worth is bringing more revenue to society. And I think that's this one of the year answers. Alone, I okay. save thousands and thousands of dollars just not celebrating holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I made a commitment to myself quite recently. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That I wouldn't. I'm not going to celebrate something I do not believe in, and mm-hmm. it's not for me. I did that years ago with birthdays. Those are two things I don't believe in. <laughs> oh, and it's birthdays! Not for me. Oh. My well, my brother just had his tenth kid, and after the fourth or fifth one, I was like, I'm done being an auntie. I don't know these. Nope, I'm not. I'm quit. I quit. Count me out. Don't introduce See, I don't me. Celebrate and birthday. I'm not doing number like, eleven. I'm like, you got way too many to be spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Girl, on he's Christmas gonna have. Look, they're gonna have a birthday every month of the year. almost. That's <laughs> right. Um, but then, but I, they're gonna double up. You know. But you know. I, I agree too, and you, again, I love the blame stuff on the man, the capitalism man. Um, it's in their interest to have us divided, black and white, male and female, woman, man, yeah. children, adults, parents, teachers. It's it's in their interest to have the people divided because if the people unite collectively, then we gonna eat the man up top, and they they know that and they don't want that. So they just let's just have all types of division everywhere, division. Conflict that that's in their best interest. You know what? I like the fact that you just said that. Was it this year, last year, whatever year it was? You went one year without um, celebrating, celebrating meaning spending money on a holiday just because somebody said it's a holiday. <laughs> um, in my boot camp that I'm having in August, that is one of my uh, takeaways. I'm going to teach how to reduce expenses to get what you want, so that you can save and invest your money. And I'm really going to focus on holidays. I mean, I'm not anti-holiday, but I like that approach. And you literally just said, out of your mouth, you saved so much more money, meaning you can put that money towards something else that could possibly create passive income Mm -hmm. or just make your life much more easier versus the struggle. Right, because there's so much money poured into certain days if you... If, if you're if you're rolling with the punches and everything of society, you get caught up in your your Fourth of July, your Christmas, your Thanksgiving, your New Year's, your Easter's, your birthdays, and your families, and all this Father's Day, Mother's Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day, and by the time of the end of the year, you look at that that the tab you've spent on that, that's about six or seven stacks, or eight stacks mm-hmm. you spent. So you know what I'm saying? Ask yourself, ask yourself this question, you know, what could I have done better? With eight thousand dollars or eight stacks to benefit my family or my empire to make it more, more, more. You know what I'm saying? Wealthy, wealthy. Let's call it for what it is. More wealthy. You know. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah. you know, you know. I think um, now that we're talking, I want to talk a little bit about that on finances and everything like that. Um, you know, I don't 
don't overlook your finances. Don't overlook um, what's available to you now. There's a lot of information available to you as far as finances and what to do with your finances. So when you see pay people like uh, uh, um, Queen, like uh, uh, Tracy, or other people that uh, come across your feed, or they're, they're financial experts or whatever, or you're somebody in your family that might be an accountant or whatever the case may be, start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Because see, this stuff is not, has not, you know, especially if you're in my era, you know, it wasn't taught when we were young, you know. It's a lot of things that wasn't taught, and we need to know what we need to do with our money, you know. Um, uh, put it in the bank, put it in the bank. But really, is that really a good idea, put it in the bank? No, it's really not. I can actually firmly say that, that no, it's not a good idea to bank your money. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a better idea to... to uh, Take out insurance. You know what I'm saying. You know, uh, put put your uh, money into insurance policies and different things like that, to where you know what I'm saying. You control your money. You know what I'm saying. Total control of your money. Because if you put, if I put 1.2 million dollars in the bank, and I just all of a sudden one day just want to go up there and withdraw it all out, I can't get it right then. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that you know what I'm saying. That that's that's not my money no more. If I can't get my money right then, if you holding my money and I'm paying you a fee for holding my money, I should be able to get my money anytime I want my money right the hell now if I want that. That's telling you something right there. Where's money? Oh, it's over here doing this, doing this. Yeah, it's over there. Y'all moving that money around, making some money. Yeah. I ain't getting yep. no. I ain't getting a gap of that. Yep. But it's so many things. There's so many things as far as finances. I haven't. But wait, look. Since I'm talking about that, uh, let me talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Runs conference. Entrepreneur Experience is July 15th on the levee. It's, it, it's going to teach you some of the things that we're talking about right now by finances. What about, you know, are you still clocking in? Are you still going clocking in making somebody else rich nope. or some other people rich? You know what I'm saying? It's time for you to be your own boss, your mm-hmm. own person. You know what I'm saying? Whether you can get into being an entrepreneur and you can have people working for you, man, it's available to you right now. And they have the information at Run Conference Experience. Right now, we're going to take a break, listen to their commercial, and we'll be right back. Entrepreneurs, it is me, Dr. Cassandra Bradford, and I want to invite you to this year's The Run Entrepreneurial Conference happening on July 15th at 8 a.m. at On the Levee in Dallas, Texas. Listen, if you are a CEO, a CFO, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or you're just thinking about starting a business, you need to get to The Run Entrepreneurial Conference on July 15th, 2023. Listen, if you are a truck driver, a dispatcher, freight broker. It doesn't matter what you do. Get to the Run Conference this year. We're going to have workshops, conferences, roundtable discussions. If you want to get into dispatching, trucking, AI, artificial intelligence, whatever you need in business, we got you covered. Come have the entrepreneurial experience of a lifetime on July 15th at the Run Conference. The Run Conference Experience, Saturday, July 15th at 9 a.m. Don't miss out on the Levy Center, 1108 Quaker Street, Dallas. For registration, go to www.runconference.org. 
Yo, this is Court. Hey, say this Nate. We are co-CEOs of O-Guns Tactical Firearms and Ammo LLC. If you're looking for firearms, ammo, accessories, optics, anything to do with firearms, you should stop by and give us an opportunity to earn your business. We're both NRA certified LTC instructors. So if you're looking to get your LTC, your license to carry, and you're in the DFW, definitely give us a shout. We're at 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas, 761. 140 or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas. Or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's S H O P dot O G U N S D F W.com. You better strap up now. Things. And 
Try me. 